corazones unos años sin valor Stepping all I do is break records. Now I play chess, so a bitch can't check her. Made it out of hell when it's still getting hectic in my life. It's a movie, only Cardi could direct it. Only take cash, they never gave credit. Had to risk it all in myself, so I bet it. Start on the pole, with the end, don't regret it. They all used to pass against you if you let it, but I'm back and I'm better. Got Henny on the line. Tell her that I have real shit on my mind, cause the clock starts ticking from the day I got signed. Million dollar watch, cause a bitch got time. They'll tell you everything about me, but the grind. Tell you there's a bitch this hot. Can we be uh-huh. honest? What? Is this a safe space? <laughs> it has. It is a safe space. Of course. Of course. Speak your mind, girl. Speak your mind. Cardi needs to enunciate. She still be rapping hundreds and on to me. She still raps the same. She, she should enunciate a little bit more. Yeah. She's trying. Yeah. You know, obviously she's succeeding. Of course. But well, you know, maybe that's what people like about her. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she sounds different. You know, I may not be able to fully understand her, but I still like the vibe. I like it, you know. So maybe that's what people like. Who's who who sounds clearer? Cardi or Carisha? Oh. Hmm. That's a good question. Cause Carisha too. She too is well, she starts speaking with her nose. Yeah. She nasally? She really is nasally. She that's be- but you know Carisha. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think who who is Clara. Like, who do I understand better? Maybe Carisha. Girl, it depends on the song, man. It does depend on the song. Because sometimes Cardi will be, you can hear it. Yeah. But sometimes Carisha, you can hear her. Yeah. That's girl, whatever. They're both the same. Happy. Well, you guys, how y'all Hello. doing? I mean, we took a little holiday break, but we back. We sure did. Hi, guys. Hello, hello, hello. I am Erica Mona. And I'm Damio. And this is Cross Culture. Again, how was your holiday break? It was good. It was good. Okay. It was nice to see my family. I said it like I don't live in the same state as them, but like. But it's still nice to like be together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was with my nephews. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, it was chill. It was. It was you cooked? It was good. I, you know, I cooked. I definitely cooked a little bit. Um, what else? Yeah, I got some good food. Regular nice Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's How good. about you? Same. You know, first Thanksgiving with the baby. So you know, little family moment. So that was nice. Then we went to his nanny's house, his grandmother's house, in the evening. It was cold on Thanksgiving though. Um, Girl was. It was super cold. So it was just a really just nice intimate family gathering. Just three of us. Um, we ate, I cooked, you know, which was nice. Um, that was pretty much it, you know. How was your week besides Thanksgiving? Any highlights of your week? Because Thanksgiving was last week. Any highlight of your week? Any updates going on in your life that you want us to, you know, be privy to? I'm just busy, y'all. Any teas, any details? I've just been super busy. Um, I don't know if I, I think I told y'all on the podcast that I'm back in school. Mm -hmm. So I've been, you know, classes have been gearing up. How was that? How has it been back in school? Is it pressure? Is it like, 
I got this. I a missed little it. Of both. Okay. It's kind of like oof. Like back to school. Back to school. You know all those same pressures, getting shit in on time, mm-hmm. making sure it's quality work, and now it's like graduate. So of course, there's certain expectations. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but also at the same time, I'm like, oh, I'm still a good writer. I got it. Like, yeah, right, 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 right. Some of the, my school strengths still come up. And I'm better mm-hmm. in school now since I'm a teacher. Makes sense. I'm a little bit better as a yeah, student. Yeah. That makes sense. So That's good. I'm happy to hear that, girl. I'll say that much. What about you? Um, <laughs> My baby has his first code. Oh. So it's like, oh, my God. But he's doing well. Oh, he just fell asleep. Perfect. Um, so just dealing with that, I'm like, damn, I'm missing all the events because you know it was a friends event. We supposed I was supposed to go, you know, go to attend with you. Um, so I'm like, damn, I'm missing all the events. Um, but I guess that's expected, especially with the first year of motherhood. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, trying to see what's the highlight. Girl, I think I'm gonna stop this chiropractor thing. I'm going to. It's expensive, boy. Girl, yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> take expensive. a little break. I'm not listen. And then it's like the colder it gets, it's like ah. Oh. And then he goes with me too. You know. Um, so it's like the colder it gets, the harder it is to like, okay, I'm dragging him out to come with me because his dad is in class or working. They not the let time. you space it out, maybe? Like space out the treatment. I mean, based on how my buddies looking, they said this is the plan. You know what I mean? I mean, they always going to say that that's the best uh, yeah. possible. But if I can only make it every other week, what you going to do? Exactly. But it's just like, God, main thing is the money. Yeah, that shit is expensive. That's why you see I took a break from mine. Like what I do want to eventually continue, you know what I mean? But shit, that money is like when I see just out of my account, I'm like, woo. But anyway, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um but overall, everything else is okay. Just plan it, girl. Twenty twenty one is about to be over. Just like that. Like what? Twenty twenty was a thing of the past. Like two years ago. This is another year that COVID kinda ate up. I mean, not so much compared to twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. Um, I think my business did better because I don't even count 2020 at this point. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. so just planning for like 2021. What does one's business look like? 22 shit. What does one business look like? Mm-hmm. You know, podcasting, everything, school, work, whatever. It's just like as an individual, what does 2022 look like for Facts. you? You know, whether it's emotionally, physically, spiritually, like I don't know. I think this is different a little bit for me because, you know, we do the whole like, oh, New Year's revolution. But I feel like just being like more of an adult adult, you know, being a parent too is like, okay, right. hold up. This is not just the little New Year's revolution. You know, like, yeah. I got to think for real, for real. Yeah, like, what are you... What am I doing? What are you trying to do? Exactly. What I want to accomplish for the New Year because yeah. it's going to affect the rest of my life too, you know? Yeah. But yeah, girl, just little things like that. Looking forward to Christmas. But that's pretty much it for me. Let's, let's, let's get into the episode. Yes. How do we like to start, Dami? We like to start with the hot, 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 topic. hot topics. So first, um, we have some very unfortunate devastating news. Virgil Abloh, he passed away hmm. um, about a week ago. And this is, um, he's been battling for the past two years an aggressive form of cancer, cardiac Agiosarcoma, I believe that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. He's been battling this privately since 2019, and he has um, went through numerous challenging treatments and other things like that. Um, but eventually, he, you know, passed away, which is quite sad. He's a really young man, who I think was in his 40s, like 41, mm-hmm. I believe so. And we know that he is, you know, greatly known in the fashion industry, you know, in the art community, fashion, art, and culture. 
um, you know, he's really affiliated with Kanye West and other celebrities. So this was really like a sad moment for Hollywood. Um, so just want to say rest in peace, you know, and also just prayers for his family. Is he where is he from? Is he from Chicago? Yes, Virtual Abloh is um he grew up in Chicago. To me, is the definition of cross culture. You mm. know, yes, he's a Chicago native. Yeah, technically right. grew up. You know, if we're being petty, technically like Rockfordish, but but yeah, Illinois. We take you. We accept. You know, but yeah. he did um, an internship. That's where him and Kanye met. Wow, they did an internship together for. Was it Gap or Louis Vuitton? They did an internship when they were 17. Really? That's how they became friends. No way. Um, and Virgil is of Ghanaian descent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for me, I just want to say that Virgil literally changed what we know fashion as today. Mm-hmm. He popularized streetwear. Yeah, he did. I feel like it was him and the Off-White brand. He created that brand, right? That's his brand, Off-White. But without that brand, now all of this athleisure or whatever Mm -hmm. we call it, that's because of Virgil. Now you see high fashion and big fashion houses designing sweats, designing gym shoes, designing designing quote-unquote streetwear. And that was because of the influence of Virgil. Um, And as a black man to be in that space with LV and, you know, all these big names. And I will say that um, it it, it seemed... What's peaceful about it is that it seems that all his affairs were really in order. Mm -hmm. That tribute fashion show Mm -hmm. that Louis Vuitton did was beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. It was like, damn. It's sad because, you know, obviously he was supposed to be there technically, but it it gave such a beautiful posthumous um, showing of his designs and the the statue and then the drone tribute. It was just all really beautiful. I do want to say a quote that he... They said he often said, he says, um, everything I do is for the 17-year-old version of myself. And that had me thinking, G. Because I think back to, you know, also just for our listeners, think back oh, to, yeah. you know, when you were younger and you were just, you dreamed so much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your idea and view of life was just full of like hope and greatness. You know what I'm saying? Like don't yeah. lose that, you know? So rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace and rest in power. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to get all the horrible news out of the way. Um, because, you know, as we all know, there's been a string of home invasions in L.A. This week, legendary music executive Clarence Avant, who's also known as the godfather of music. Mm. He, there's a documentary on Netflix that probably brought him to a lot of people's attention. The Godfather of Music. Well, Clarence Avant's wife was shot and killed during mm. a home invasion this week. Unfortunately, um, his wife, Jacqueline Avant, was shot during a home invasion that took place Tuesday at 2.30 a.m. Mm. Um, both of them were in the house. He was in the house with her. Um, it is not sure if he was the intended target or if it was like a robbery gone wrong. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but either way... It's just super unfortunate. She was 81 years old. Girl, 80. It's like every time you look on social media, it's just someone is being shot, someone is being shot. And it's like, okay, fine. You want to rob a house. Okay, do that. You have a gun. You're already scaring people already. But 80, you could see your victims are old. Like, yeah. I feel like when they rob celebrity houses, it's obviously planned. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. whether it's an inside job or not, you guys have peeped the environment. You guys know who lives there. It's some old-ass couple. So it's like, okay, this is, some, this is easy talking because they're old, right? 
what is the need to shoot an 81-year-old? Let her, like, come on. Let her just live the rest of her life in peace, G. Very cowardly. Like, I, I just, very cowardly. I, I don't get it. It's, it's very sad and unfortunate, you know, because you wouldn't even think someone who's lived that long, a grandmother, great-grandmother, a wife, that would die in such a manner. Yeah, that's horrible. It's just, yeah, somebody who, who lives to 81 doesn't deserve that to be the end of their story. At all. And I, I can only imagine how Clarence Avon is now going to feel. Girl. He was in the house to to be yes. there and watch your wife be killed. Your wife that you've been married to for over 50 years. Mm, like, mm, mm, mm. oh, my prayers. I feel like it would just make it harder for him to live the rest of his I life. I feel so. I'm like, I won't be surprised if a couple of months from now you just hear he passed away from sorrow. From exactly, sorrow. from a broken heart. Because that is horrible. Oh, it's so sad. Our man. prayers are with both of them. Yeah, for the family. Everybody in LA, please be careful, y'all. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, this is going on in LA too. It's LA. Uh-uh. It's LA that's just a lot of stuff going on. Okay, you know, let's talk about our COVID update. Come on, enemy that's been attacking us for the past how many years? Okay, girl, at this point. COVID, COVID just just does not want to let it go, man. COVID is like I'm gonna come in different variants, different ways, different shapes, form. I'm still attached to y'all. So apparently, there's this new variant called the Omicron. Nicknamed the Omarion. Omarion, right. Um, so it's out here now. And at first when it was, it came to the media, like, oh, this is found. It's, you know, mainly prevalent in South Africa, Zimbabwe, um, all those African countries. And now I know even um, the UK, they're abandoning Nigerian travelers. That's fucked up. Yeah, from traveling um, in and out of the UK. But apparently... It did not start in South Africa and all mm. that. I think this it was in Australia. Or it was yep. already in the UK already too. Yep. It was already in the UK. So now it's like the media put it out as, oh, this is African this COVID. This is African. You know what I mean? Them dirty Africans. And they said this, you know, just speaking about the, the variant alone, this is they said this is a pretty stronger one. You know, like the the rate in which it spreads is very very high. Um, I guess they said like people really do need to get the booster shots because the regular vaccine shots are like it's not gonna work with this one. Um, it's just ridiculous. Cause I'm just tired of COVID going on. It's like, I'm ready for it to be over. And I listened, um, I saw a clip, um, from CNN with Dr. Alakija. Um, from, I think she was from the UK. Yeah. And she was talking about COVID and how this Omicron is coming up. And she mentioned, let's say COVID did not originate in China. Let's say it started in Africa. It wouldn't, the way it's handled, it wouldn't be handled now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it would be like, COVID is in Africa. Let's lock up Africa. Let's leave it there. You know, vaccines will not be, you know, the production of vaccines will not be the way it is. Yeah. So now the reason why, you know, Omicron or whatever, whatever this uh, variant is, is in South Africa and other African countries, is still because the pr- production of this um, vaccines, they're not really taken to Africa like they're that. Not. You know what I mean? It's not really taken seriously. And even, you know, I have family members in Nigeria, it's like something like, girl, COVID don't exist. Or like, we're living life like it's normal. Like, people are not wearing masks at all. You know right. what I mean? Not everyone knows about the vaccine. I still have family members that recently just got the vaccine, maybe less than two months ago. Meanwhile, we've gotten it like since the beginning of the year. I'm about to get my booster. You know what I'm saying? People literally are just still getting the first set, the first dose of vaccine, you know? And it's just, it's just really quite ridiculous how they treat us as a people, how the world is just treating this disease anyway. I don't know. What are your thoughts? That's why I begin annoyed, too, as to, like, hotep people 
that really be sitting on the internet like oh no for real because it really this is part of the reason why it bothers me of people mainly us african americans talking about oh i'm not gonna get the vaccine because in africa we be living off of it and shit like that really irritates me because it perpetuates this notion that there is no advancement of health care in africa mm-hmm. and the advancement of health care that is here is not needed Fact. So that annoys me because it's like Fact. these people. We th- this is a, a doctor, a Nigerian doctor, mm-hmm. telling you that we we as Africans weren't even given the opportunity to deny the the COVID vaccine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the way that y'all denying it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Meanwhile, people in Florida and all these red states are still talking about oh. I have the right to breathe. I don't need to wear a mask. I don't believe in, in, in COVID and this and that. Just living life recklessly. Like COVID is still very, very high. It's still high and it's just and it's and it's gonna we're gonna keep having variants if people do not take vaccination seriously. Like seriously, this is it. We're gonna get to the Zeta variant if we don't Gee, at this point we're gonna go through the whole letters of the alphabet. Like, yeah. The alpha, beta, gamma. Come on, Delta. I don't want to be attacked. <laughs> I know you about to say. <laughs> that was an inside joke right there. That's an inside joke. Uh Omicron. So at this listen, may God help us. Um, I need to get my booster shot actually. <sighs> I'm just tired of COVID. I really am. I really am. People just continue to take precautions, wear your mask, get vaccinated, be healthy, wash your hands, you know. Ah, girl. Oh man. Okay, so let's get into some mess. All that other stuff was serious. We 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 got all the serious shit out of yes. the way. Let's talk about some of our favorite rappers. Oh, who are your favorite rapper? They some of them. I like Lil Baby. Okay. And I enjoy Sweetie at times. Okay. But do I enjoy them together? So that question arose this week when it was rumored that Lil Baby spent or took um, Sweetie on a $100,000 shopping spree. Mm -hmm. Shortly after, Sweetie did a quote-unquote icy dump where she posted pictures. And in one of those pictures, she was straddled on the lap of a gentleman Mm. that social media put together to be Lil Baby. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a lot of controversy because, as y'all know, Sweetie was with... What the Quavo for like mm-hmm. three, four years, and Quavo and Lil Baby are label mates. Mm-mm. Label mates that actually already have a history of not getting along. Oh, really? I did not know that. Mm, Lil Baby and Quavo, not necessarily. Oh, buddy, no buddy. click. Okay, okay. That's so, some tea. All right. So this brings up, you know, when I was listening to all my toxic masculine podcasts, mm. um, a lot of different guys were like, sometimes women do things thinking they're gonna spite somebody. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand how, how dangerous, dangerous. you just made it Facts. for the men involved. Facts. I believe that. My thing is, who making it danger though? Like, y'all the ones making it dangerous. I think both. I mean, yes, the danger is already there, whether she's there or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But increasing the danger is by her being involved with the guy. Because I'm sure with her being Quavo's ex- you already know the negative history between them. She can't say she doesn't know the negative history. Yeah. You know, now I wasn't aware of that, but you already know the history. So it's like, girl, why? You know what I mean? Are you trying to be on something like, I'm doing me, fuck him, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Which you can, but it's just too messy. You too cute to be in that type of mess. I think she's too cute for him. And then 
Quavo also, you know, threw some shade. He was like, we could swap. Because, you know, um, Lil Baby and Jada, they're not together, which is right. his baby mom. They're not together anymore. Mm-hmm. I think she could do better. You know, I think she needs a break from, you know, there are different types of rappers. You know what I mean? So even if you still want to be with a rapper, you don't have to be with that Atlanta type of rapper with the same label. Like, come on, like, spread your wings a little bit. I mean, to me, Saweetie just, she one of those girls that has always gotten things because of obviously how she looks. Of course. Life beautiful. was easier for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that in this, she's finally in an environment where you're not the most beautiful. Yeah. Or you're not the only beautiful one yeah, yeah. to say. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. All them girls, Jada to me is equally as beautiful as Sweetie. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ari, all of these girls, they all have their own individual beauty. Yeah. That's like, are y'all not just the prettiest girls yeah. in y'all environment? So I think that like with that, she has to start thinking and moving responsibly. Like she can't just move like, I'm cute. Ain't nobody gonna say nothing to me. And then he, Lil Baby, also saying on Twitter, like Lil Baby is single. He posted that, that he's single. You know, so that's so I don't know if it's like, oh, they're just friends. He's just taking out shopping as as a friend. Like, oh, let me just buy you this. Because, you know, to them, 100K is nada. is whatever. 100K is significant. Whether you got a million. But listen, your, your, listen again, this different tax bracket. You know what I'm saying? To them, 100K is probably like 5K. Like, it's probably nothing. It's, it's not It's not like. 5K I, is a big shopping spree too. Like, to, uh, that's what I'm saying. Different tax bracket to us, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? But to them, hundred K is like you know that was just like true. That's a purse. You know what I mean? Like I, I just did a show and I got, I got they get they get paid two fifty per show. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And then they do shows. True. Probably do four or five shows in a week. So what? Hundred K girl finna make that shit again ten times in a month. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think she should move better. I like I th- how Jada handled everything. Oh, okay. Oh, the, like the baby mama. Jada Chavez. She did well, yeah. yeah. I'll be Chivas. Well, who knows? That's how she said Chivas. Chivas, whatever. I still say Chivas, but Chivas. Okay. She handled it well. Like, she got on social media. She was like, that would be corny. People like, oh, you should be with Quavo. She's like, girl, that's so corny. Like, I don't move like that. And then. You have time for that. A week, less than a week later, you see little baby supporting Jada and her pretty little thing. Yeah, yeah. Which um, I do like. Which I love. I love mm-hmm. that for them, that they're very supportive of each other yeah. all the time. So, I mean, who knows? But I just think that Saweetie needs to build a brand outside of men. I think as long as I've known her, I've known her to be attached with a man. Really? From Keith Powers. Okay. I mean, to, even so, but I feel like I know Christian her music Combs. more. I mean, yes, but like, part of, I, I didn't know that she did it, all those people that you just mentioned, quite to frankly. To me, part of her popularity is like, yes, yeah, she makes the music, but part of it is coupled with okay. the men yeah, that she I did. didn't know that. Yeah, I feel like, luckily for her, she like has a song or has something, so that it's not, oh, I'm not just wasting this fame. Yeah. But I think that a lot of like her her buzz comes from the men that she's dating. Really? Hmm, I I didn't I didn't really associate that. Okay, I think Quavo was the main one. Um, that was the biggest star. Biggest, okay, I didn't really know she dated. But she all those dated other Diddy, people. you know. She dated Diddy's son. Mm-hmm. Before him, she dated Keith Powers. Oh, I didn't know that. G, I really didn't know that. But yeah, I think she should just get a a, a better man, a diff, a better type of man. Diddy's rappers alone. Girl. Yeah, let's read this like Goofy and Lana Lana uh, rappers. G, like they're all just the same type. Yeah. All right, G, Tristan. Tristan. What's his last name, G? Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Ah, 
Ah, he's a bad boy. Tristan is a what? He's a bad boy. Oh, so basically, man. we know Tristan's drama with Chloe. Okay, let's run. Let's run through it real quick, real quick, real, real quick. Before Chloe, before he got with Chloe, he had a girlfriend, right? Who has a son for him named Prince. While the girlfriend was pregnant, or baby, baby mama, whatever you want to call it, he got with Chloe. Okay, right. got with Chloe. Love you, whatever, whatever. Chloe had a baby. True. Boom. Cheated on Chloe with what's the girl's bestie's name? Jordan. Jordan. Okay, that was a whole whatever. Then obviously all the cheating scandals came up. So now, and he tried to get back with Chloe. Right. That was their whole storyline. They, like, they didn't get back. They, they got back together, but they broke up again. I mean, she, they, they got she back never together, confirmed G. it, but they, they, they got back together. G. They was back together. They were. Let, she, if they not are not now currently together. They, yeah. But anyway, so apparently. Well, allegedly, or actually, factually, which one should we say? Um, he baby. now has another baby mama. She actually just put to bed not too long ago, and she gave birth to a baby boy. Um, her name is Marali Nichols, and she's a personal trainer. Um, so now this is on social media, and a letter, or I don't know if it's a letter or a note that um, Tristan wrote to her was exposed. I'm going to read a little bit of it. He said, you know how I feel. My feelings haven't changed at all. I won't be involved at all, at all. By the way, if you think you're having this baby, it's going to make you some money. It's completely wrong. Um, you're aware that I'm retiring this season. So in terms of support, it would be whatever the state requires. Um, probably going to be a couple hundred dollars because that's what Texas law is. Um, so you better just take this 75K that I'm offering, offering you now because you would not get anything near this. So don't think you're going to have, you know, some rich baby daddy. I'm going to be unemployed. Um, but you know, blah, 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 blah. Basically saying, you think you're going to make some money off this kid? You wrong. Take the 75 K that I'm about to give you right now and eat with it. Because when I retire, I'm going to file for unemployment and whatever the state tells me to give you, which is probably going to be a hundred dollars, a couple hundred dollars a month. That's what you're going to get. I'm taking both. Fact. Cause what are you talking about? It's still your child, nigga. What are you saying? Trash though. It's That's still your child. Trash, G. Just trash. I'm like, so you coming in bitches this often, G. Tristan is 28. Oh. So you it's like, okay, 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 fine. We know all your motherfuckers, y'all fuck people, whatever. But but it's like you coming. You 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 just fucking all these bitches raw. Because you talk to this woman like, oh, she's just some random girl, random hoe you fucked. There's no emotions, nothing. Like, what the hell? But you could really just fuck her raw and come in and her. So, just like that, anything, there'll be no consequences. Yeah. I would tell people this, like, okay, fine. Let's be real. We all know, okay, raw feels better, okay? Now, if you decide that you that's the route you want to go to, you want to go through, make sure some type of birth control, yeah. some type of little safety net is implemented. Now, birth control is no birth control, is 100%. Yeah. Because some people still get pregnant off, whether it's the pill... The implant, the what's the other one that goes inside of you? The, the ring, the ring, or the I forgot patch, patch, whatever. All those other types that they have. So, but at least it's a safety net. You know, they'd be like ninety nine percent safe. Have that conversation. I personally think it's also the man's duty to have that conversation with the woman. Yes, and also keep to date with her. Like, hey, have you? Especially if you're taking a pill. Like, hey, have you taken your pill? Like, are you still yes. on birth control? Is it still working? Because sometimes a woman, like, you want to take breaks. 
You know what I'm saying? Because yes. it has so much effect on your body. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I used to, how's it going? Well, you, I feel like as a responsible adult who's involved in a sexual relationship, especially, you know, if it's somebody you're doing constantly with, you got to ask those questions, G. So when a baby come, don't act like, what? Fuck the baby and you. Like, boy, please. Tristan is just proven to be extremely irresponsible and careless. With his sex, his sex life and women, very careless. It's, it's really like it's scary, careless. It's too. it's become scary because it's like we met you in the scandal. Mm-hmm. You know, let's not forget when True was born, he was cheating on Chloe. That's what sent Chloe into early labor because he got caught cheating on her. Yeah. Then the Jordan thing happened. That's so. Then, so it's like that's disgusting. It's 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 a lot. It's it's disgusting. It's, like we supposed to be in quarantine. You got time for this? Like what? You couldn't use a condom, G. You can't stay at home with Chloe. You can, you couldn't, G. And you tell love, Chloe love him, G. She loves him, but Chloe loves her. Mm. She loves she she when she loves you, she loves, she loves you. her. Which ain't nothing wrong with that. It's just unfortunate. I'm not gonna like that better with Lamar. Lamar. His problem was just his drug use was the problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they were like more compatible. Yeah, because he didn't really have any cheating scandals. It was just the drugs I that don't know he why was I, using. Courtney, I mean, Chloe got with this young ass boy anyway. Girl. Like, you like 36 and this boy like 27. She 36? Chloe is, is no spring chicken in candle. Because think about she, it, Kim is like 41. Kim is 41. Courtney, 42. Yeah, Chloe like thirty six. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Why did she get with like he's so immature? Like even when his little appearances on the show, you could tell like, boy, go sit your dumb ass down. Like, yeah, she thirty seven. Boy, yeah, she thirty seven. Yeah, like girl. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it's quite sad. It's ridiculous. It's just like I think men also don't appear, don't realize that besides you just being like an individual man, you're a father, and this is some embarrassing father like shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like you don't want to see. Especially when kids, this is all internet. So it's gonna yeah. be there. But imagine like when True grows up and his other son he has his other kids gonna grow up and it's feel embarrassing. weird. Embarrassing. Like damn, this is my dad. This is what he said. Are they gonna know each other as siblings? Me. That's true. Because men love to do that, too. Out of nowhere, you already fucked up. Now you're trying to be, these are all my kids. They got to know you, they brother. Boy, you already messed up. You messed it up. Like, you already destroyed the relationship. Trash. Mm-mm. It's sad. It's like, damn, sorry, Chloe. But you know, this how you get him is how you're going to lose him. Period. Because he got with her while his baby mama was, was pregnant. I'm sorry. I cannot date a man who has... A woman that's pregnant. Yeah. Or just had a baby. Yep. You know what I mean? Because it's still just, it's such a fresh, icky situation. You know what I mean? Like. The emotions are so raw still. You know what I mean? I feel like even if it was a one night stand and she got pregnant, I feel like you should just still give him space to figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. You know? So it's just like, I I, I don't, I don't know how you, girl, she lost him. Do you think she would get back with him though? Yeah. Because, unfortunately for Chloe, Chloe suffers from feeling like the ugly duckling in the yeah, family. she still does. No matter how much weight and whatever, whatever she lost, they still make it seem like, well, Chloe's still not as pretty as Courtney and, Clo- and Kim, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like. Not the surgery. No or Kylie. The- mm-hmm. Or Kendall. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's all them girls, and they make her seem like she the ugliest one. And I've, I've always been attracted to Chloe. I'm not even going to stunt. Oh. Before she got the surgery. I just maybe... I didn't see Chloe was had the best personality. Yeah, I never saw her ugly, but yeah. I just also just liked her overall. Um, but 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, they're talking about she OJ Simpson's um, daughter, too. That plays a role, bitch. <laughs> like, she silently was always supposed to have, like, the best relationship because she had the best personality. She did. So she it's did. really sad that of everybody, she can't get it together like this. Yeah, girl, you better, you better smart up, man. You better smart up. What's next on our list? All right, so let's talk about our favorite hoe. Ah, she's our favorite hoe. She's one of my favorite hoes. You know, I don't really care for hoes, but if I had to choose a favorite, I would choose Brittany Renner. Mm-hmm. Because Brittany Renner, she an OG in this whole game. She is, and she keeps it real. And she keeps it real. And in her recent thing of keeping it real, you know, she's been on tour. I don't know if she's trying to promote her book or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, former football player Deion Sanders is the coach at um, what university is this? It looks like Jackson State University football players. And he brought her in to do a quick little seminar mm-hmm. for his players to mm-hmm. talk about, you know, the feminine, the women in this industry and what to do. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of some of that conversation. Something happened. So a lot of guys who are in my DM, you're in my DM because I'm Brittany Renner. So naturally, if you play a sport, it's kind of like, well, that's an incentive to talk to you. A lot of times, women, men in general, everybody wants something. Thank you. Everybody wants something. So it's like, even if we both have our own thing going on, me still being with you is a good look because you boost my Just like you boost my, you know what I'm saying? Like, I boost your stock. It's just that simple. It's, it's kind of like a give and take, but you have to be aware of what you're signing up for. You're trying to, you want to make it to the NFL, and it's kind of like, you do understand there's a lot that comes with that, right? There's going to, like, how, it's, to be able to decipher who really loves you for you, I think that's like the billion dollar question we're all wanting to know. This is. Yeah, I mean, they say a little bit more or whatnot, but I think that was the nature. That was basically what she was there to talk to them about. You know, being. The games played between men and women. And women, especially when you're an athlete, a professional athlete, and all those things. Um, so, what do you think about that? What do you think about. You know what? I, I, close to Deion Saunders, because he's like, you know what? I'm going to bring the popular hoe. The best known hoe who has done it the best, and have her come talk to y'all about how it's how it is. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because you know when, and I love how she says that it's a give and take. You know, because it's mainly placed on the fact that, oh, you know, the woman, you know, the Instagram hoe, IG babe, whatever she is, that oh, it's mainly her benefiting from the situation. Exactly. She wants to be attached to a football basketball player, but it's like, hold up, as a guy too. The eye candy you have on your arm, that also boosts you up. We know how this men are. We don't talk enough about men seeking women to get their name out there. It does, especially, like, you know, again, as we mentioned before, social media fame is a different type of fame. Yes. Too. Like, yeah, you may be known on the field and be as a, a great football player, but... Once the shade room pick you up. Exactly. Like, what? I didn't know about PJ Washington, whatever his name is. Yep. I, I, you know, I don't really follow Shit. sports. Did we know Tristan Thomas? Okay. Tom he was his we name. sure did not, because he's not like a top um, um, basketball player. Dude. No, he did not know. Even Kim Kim Kardashian's ex husband, that one she married. Chris Humphries. Have we heard from him again? Shit, Reggie Bush. Have we heard from them again? For real. Okay. So my point is, them being attached to this IG babes models, whatever, it benefits them a lot. G facts. Like it, it, it really does benefit them. So I like. I, you know, kudos to her. She kept it real. I like the... She stood her ground. I will say that I like that she's rebranding and owning herself in mm-hmm. that way. Because I think that women in the in the industry do get a bad reputation. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, it ain't my forte. Yeah. But I think that these men that, you know, these men that support them, enrich them, and empower them do not get enough of that reputation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you only be with hoes. You, you as a man, has never had, like, a solid woman. You mm-hmm. only be with hoes. I think men deserve that same, like, that same bad reputation that women get for the same thing. Yeah. So I definitely think, like, kudos to that. Y'all know when my cousin went to the NFL, that was the first conversation I had with him. Oh, you spoke to him? Oh, yeah. What you say? Tell us. What was the conversation like? I told him straight up. I said, look, you know, I'm just your big cousin. You don't got to listen to me. But you be careful with these women. Because women, they're going to come. They're going to try to be your friend. They're going to try to get you. Be careful with them. Women be listen. Because women are conniving. Listen. When we want something. We're mischievous. No, we know how to play that feminine seductive thing and just get you, trap you. Okay. And then you just stuck. And it's like certain mistakes stick with you for the rest of your life. Exactly. Like PJ, like this is, you know. not you got to, a son now. You know, not to call the child a mistake, but just the whole situation overall. Yeah. The drama behind it. Like she was they literally just posted stuff about them and she was saying, oh, I have 127 yep. uh, pictures and videos as evidence that you be on my dick, whatever, whatever. Like, the drama, it sticks with you for a very, very long time. Imagine you have to deal with this for your, the rest of your life. Exactly, because I don't know what he does professionally. Like, I know he's an athlete, but I don't know he what his... player, right? Yeah, I don't know his professional stats. You oh, know what I'm okay, saying? Like, okay, I don't okay, know okay. how good or bad of an athlete he is. Yeah, right, 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 but right, I know right. that he is Brittany Runner, baby daddy. Okay, so he's, he's that guy that she duped. She divorced, like she duped. she duped him, boy. Like she duped him, not duped, but yeah. him. But she got you. You was got. Listen, people, y'all guys, you know, you know, and this is not even just for like athletes, but like guys that have decent jobs, like you got decent money. You know what I mean? Like you know, you're doing well for yourself. There are women out there that literally prey on guys like that. Like they literally search Instagram. And, like, look for guys that, like, oh, he look like a decent guy. Mm-hmm. He, like, he got a little money. I'm going to put my little claws on him. Okay. And she may not be a good woman. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but, yeah, that that that's just definitely, mm, y'all, y'all need to be careful right there. Y'all need to be careful. It's about some good news. You know, our bae Rihanna, she's always doing something great. We're just clapping because it's Rihanna. I like that. I like that. So, uh, Rihanna, she was awarded. She was granted the National Hero of Barbados, um, which is an amazing thing. And in other news regarding Barbados, um, they actually officially cut out, which I did not know. They cut out um, Queen Elizabeth Mm -hmm. as, like, the head of state. Yes. So, now Barbados is a republic. Yes. After all these years. Mm -hmm. It's a republic. They removed the Queen Elizabeth II as its head of state. And and now they have the first president. I'm super proud. Which which is, which is a is it a president or prime minister? Yeah, they have the first um, president that they do have, and of course Queen Elizabeth. Um, and um, the first president is Dame Sandra Mason. A woman. It's a woman, G. It's a woman. Come on, let's clap again. A beautiful black woman. Her Excellency Rob, Robin Rihanna Fenty. Mm-hmm. So Prince Charles, he was in the country and he had, you know, he was there at the handover ceremony as the representative of the queen, queen and, you know, handed over. Oh, uh, damn, really? Yeah. yeah. Prince Charles better do his princely duty. Okay. And, you know, Queen Elizabeth, she did write a letter and she mentioned how, 
She first visited the country in 1966. Nineteen <sighs> You know, it just makes me think about because you still wouldn't even think because it's, it's like it's still colonization. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, like you know, for Nigeria, yes. we got ours in 1960 in our independence. But it's like to still think that a black nation still has a white person as the head of state mm-hmm. in 2021. Yeah. G twenty. When all the other black, you know, nations, African countries, 1960, 1970, 90, whatever. But in 2021 is when Barbados, I mean, at that point, just say finally has their independence. And quiet is kept, which is par- partially why Her Excellency Robin Rihanna Fenty was named a national hero. Okay. It's because of, so a lot of this is part of the notoriety that she has brought to the country. Of course. Of course. It's, a lot of it is part of the notoriety that yeah. she has brought to the country from the tourism to um, just the respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I be thinking about it like, what the hell did I know about Barbados before Rihanna? Absolutely fact. Like nothing. And, she, you know, she represents her country well. You would know that she's from Barbados. She doesn't hide that in any way. I be thinking like, wow, this is a high on that, man. I was about to cry for her because it's like, she imagine Nigeria being like, y'all have done so well yeah. in podcasting Amen. and everything that you've done. Amen. We have to acknowledge it because you've represented the country I, so well. I claim it in Jesus' Like you name, a hero. That, that, is, that is a high honor. Like you representing your country, your people, or nation. She a hero, like gee, that's 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 high. That right. I still remember when Ponder Replay came on the radio. Listen, you know, I can't imagine how a mother feels like my daughter is yeah. nationally, globally recognized. You know, it's just, it's 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 amazing. It's, it definitely is it's amazing. Super amazing. I'm happy. I definitely want. Shit, I want to visit Barbados. I ain't gonna lie. I do. I want to get that on be a trip we Westbury planned, Road. Formerly known as Westbury and Road, look, now and go renamed. To, you know, and go to her house. You yeah. know, that's also part of like the tourism thing they do. Like you can see the house she lived in. Um, no, I think this is amazing. You don't see this every day, and I'm happy for Barbados as a nation. Yes, they finally cut out like what? Yeah, Queen the, Elizabeth, girl, what the hell is Queen Elizabeth doing? She ain't doing nothing for them. What are they doing? I'm weak that uh, Prince Charles had to go do it. I said this is the shit that Harry quit. Girl, Prince, I know, right? Prince Charles, you know, he already old too. He like in his seventies already. He's old. This is the shit that Harry was like, boy, I ain't finna. You ain't finna uh, catch me. Okay, I ain't doing this. Doing um, no stupid ass. So congratulations to both Rihanna and the Republic of Barbados because now they're Republic now. Man. You know what I mean? That's that's great news. Shout out to them. Shout out to them for sure. I mean, another set of congratulations in order oh. for Ms. Rihanna. Ah, I forgot. Did you talk about it? Talk about it. So the internet went crazy as usual as they do every time we see Rihanna in a tight dress. They call her pregnant. <laughs> now, in one of my back pages, it has already been revealed that Rihanna has denied the pregnancy. She is not pregnant. Yeah. But I do think that social media has to stop this. Yeah. They have to stop this. They yeah. got to let women tell you they're pregnant. Because it's like, let me say, at least for me, I'm a woman that my body and my bloating fluctuates. Mm-hmm. Like around my, you know, the cycle that's about to be my cycle. A week before, I'm going to start being real bloated. Mm-hmm. My stomach going to look huge. I think it's just too invasive, she. It's just too invasive. So imagine, I be thinking about that all the time. Like, damn, 
when I'm famous, they gonna immediately be calling me pregnant. Like little things, like damn, is she pregnant too? Like damn, and it's it's just too much. I mean, that's how they doing Trina. I don't think Trina is pregnant. Oh, I thought Trina was pregnant. No, she's not. She's not pregnant. She's not. It's like she probably gained a little weight. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us women, when we do gain weight, it goes to a gut. You know what I mean? So it's just like. Let her announce that she's pregnant, whether Let she's enough. You know what I mean? I mean, Rihanna, you know, she mentioned, like, at this point, I've been pregnant 10 times. Okay. 10 times. The amount of time people have said that she's pregnant. But what if she was pregnant? How do you feel about Rocky being the daddy? I disagree. <laughs> what? You say you disagree. I don't like her. It, listen, y'all. Mm. I'm not a fan of ASAP Rocky being... I don't like Rakim. Mm. I don't like Rakim. I, I think he's anti-black. Oh, that's his name, Rakim? Mm. He's really, yeah. Rocky be saying shit that's like very anti-black. Okay, I didn't know that. Like Rocky has openly said, "What do Black Lives Matter got to do with me?" Okay. Until his goofy ass was locked up in Sweden. I know, right? Okay, goodbye. You know, Rocky, me just he be tweaking. He just not who I envision for her. I agree. He's definitely not who I envisioned for her. I enjoyed I when she was with that billionaire. It was speaking to me. Yeah, the Arabian billionaire. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that shit makes sense. That shit was like, yes, Billy, Billy. <laughs> billionaire, billionaire, Come yes. Come on, what's better than one billionaire? Two. Two. <laughs> That's how I was feeling for her, but, <laughs> but she wanted, I mean, I understand that. I be choosing the streets, too. I mean, hey, I mean, you got to go where you're loved. You know what I'm saying? I, I be choosing it, too. Because it's like, hey, you know, he loves me. He probably loves me more than I love him. Especially different. You know? he, okay, <laughs> he's down. It's like, you know, we friends. I think he cute. Why not? Maybe it's good sex. And, and of course, that plays a role. It ha- girl, Rihanna, it had to. Girl, well, I, I know. Now, I don't know her personally, but I... I connect with and I feel like she ain't finna be down for no bad sex. I definitely, that's on the list of like when me and Rihanna become good friends. Mm-hmm. I just need to ask. So how's the dick? How is Drake? Like I just, I have to. Oh. I'm be like, just rate him. Drake, Chris. Just Drake and Chris. I feel like Chris probably had good dick. I feel like he has good dick. I feel like now he probably has like crack, crack, crackhead dick. Just he'll crack it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He, you Don't know, do he's that to I'm sorry. He's a cokehead. Oh, oh, Crack is for poor people. Okay, as you know. He rich. Rest in peace when Houston did say. She said, I don't do crack. Crack is whack. It's cheap, poor. Okay, so we're going to say. He cocaine. Okay. Cocaine. Oh, okay. So still same point. Um, I think Chris had back then, I feel like it was A1. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, think I do think A1. Chris had like he was one of those young I boys. Mean, he flexible. He could dance. Yeah. He could move. You know what I mean? Like I, he could put it down. I think he's endowed too. Now Man. Drake. I think Drake is endowed. I think Drake has a good package. Come on, I think he's endowed. endowed. I, mean, I do think Drake has a good package, um, but a little bit makes me think Drake is full of himself a little bit. Here you go. I'm. I'm just saying. You know how some guys they think they know it all. You know, they think they're super sexy, super fine, or they have a lot of women that's like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Like, I'm going to fuck this pussy. But it's like, yes, you're not fucking shit up. Drake gives me, like... Keep it real. Keep it real. No. And we're, thinking, we're talking about when they dated. We're not talking about maybe the now Drake. We're talking about when they dated. Yeah, which was like, like what, four years ago? Five, six? We're talking about the first time? When Drake and Rihanna dated? When they had that song. Oh, nah, nah. 
What's my name? I'm talking about yeah. work. I thought I was talking about like work, work. You talking about work, work? Did it? I think that was a brief encounter. No, that was when they really dated. They didn't really? even date when they were doing What's My Name. He liked mm. her, but they weren't dating. So this was their, okay. That was their, okay, as go a ahead. Couple. Go ahead. How is it with Drake? Okay. I think that Drake gives me. He's he 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 romances a lot. Yes. And he's impressed by his own romancing. Mm-hmm. And I think like physically, I think he tries to be like super into you. Okay. And it's like it's almost too soft. It's like, gee, you can do more. That's how I feel. Like that's the that's the vibe I get from Drake. Okay. But, like that he should go harder. That yeah, I feel like he I feel like he liked her so much mm-hmm. that he just tried to always make love to her. Oh, so and she went. He's you saying he a fucker? Yeah, mm. I feel like you know what I'm saying. I feel like he went like freaky, like for real with her. Okay, okay. I mean, hey, let me know when you, let me know when you find out that tea now from Rihanna. I find out that tea from Drake. <laughs> <laughs> you think you even give me the right, the correct answer, motherfucker? You gonna ask the woman? Like, no, no, I'm gonna do my own research. Okay. Okay, let's go. Um, so where table talk happened? Um. With Sandra Bullock, and I actually listened to it today, and I love Sandra Bullock. She has a new movie out called Unforgivable. I believe. Oh, is that what she's promoting now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix. Is okay. it Netflix? Probably. I think so. You know, COVID has destroyed media now. Movies, everything's either Netflix or HBO. Like I know, literally. Right? Um, and you know, she has two black kids. Okay. And she talked about her relationship with her kids. Her first child, she got her first child from um, foster care, the foster care system, mm-hmm. I think at age of four or three. And the child had experienced trauma. Mm-hmm. So she did say she had to attend, like, classes for parents with kids who has experienced trauma. Oh, Because that's a different thing, too, no, right? You know what I mean? It to is. know, because she was saying when she first adopted her child, um... Her child would always hide in the closet. Oh. And she would pack her back and say, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. You know, just, it's, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Whatever she experienced. And, of course, adopting a child is such a very vigorous, tough process. Yeah. She, she almost gave up. And I think her other child is probably from Africa or something. Like, that one was just mm. straight adoption process from when he was a baby, like right. 10 days old. So she said, you know, she made a comment that people have been taken People has taken it different ways, right? She said that, I do wish that, sometimes I do wish me and my kids, we had the same complexion, right? you know? And I don't think with her saying that, I don't think she's saying I wish my kids were white. Mm. I just think she means, you know, whether they were white or whether she was black, you know, the fact that we just look the same because their approach would be different. Because people, yeah. you know, naturally, even myself too, I sometimes I'm like, why as a white person I'm doctor adopting a black child? Yeah. You know what I mean? And she said that, you know, people do approach it in a way it's like, why, what are you doing? You know, and, and she, you know, and whether it's friends, family, she welcomes them into their into her home. Like she wants them to see love, just mm. simple, just simple, just love. You know. Now people say, you know, what they say, there's no color, it's love or whatever. Oh yeah, love you has know, no color. Love has no color. Yes or no? You know what I mean? I think it's one of those like yes or no. I do think you could truly love someone despite or whatever, not yeah. thinking about their color. Um, so she just welcomed people into her home to see that this is just truly love. Like I am really their parent. You know, I really do wake up every single day at a certain time to get them ready for school. You know, I tell my daughter to get ready on time so I can work on edges. Cause girl, you know, this not gonna be no five second thing. You know what I mean? Like you know, she's learning about culture. She's learning about racism as a white woman. You right. know, it's an ongoing learning process. You know what I mean? I what mean, are your thoughts about that? I, I'm not a fan of transracial adoption. I'll mm-hmm. just be honest in saying that. 
um, for the reasons that she explained, right? Like, yeah. it's hard for you to navigate blackness for yeah. black children yeah. without being black. Yeah. And that's a big part of our lives in America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, shit in the world, but especially, especially in America. Um, but I commend her mm-hmm. for understanding that and taking the time to fix Learn. that. Yes, yes, yes. Because I think a lot of people, like, you don't hear this shit about Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Well, Madonna got all them damn kids, and the only one you Girl, see she her got with, like, she got like three, four black kids. G. And you and you see her, uh, Madonna's approach with her biological daughter, and how she has managed her and got her into all this shit mm-hmm. is so different than with her adopted kids. Damn, Madonna's other daughter, oh, her biological daughter, is modeling, acting, doing she all is. type of shit. She is. I don't know what Madonna black kids is doing. Nice. Like we don't know what Madonna's black kids is doing. So, and that's what we need to know, but it's just, it's apparent that she just, you know, Madonna just. Damn, you think so? I don't think she's racist. I think she just doesn't care to know. Mm-hmm. And in her mind, it's like. I'm doing them a favor. They I'm here. doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm loving them the best that I can and woo, 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 um, and all of that. So, I just feel like, you know, kudos to Sandra for really making a, yeah. making a, a moment and talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, talking about it. Because I think some people just get kids and they don't try to learn children as people. Absolutely. And that's part of it. I do want to comment because, you know, when Trump was um, running for presidency, a lot of black kids who were adopted by white parents, that's when they knew that, oh, my God, my white parent does not like black people. Yes. Right? Because we know what Trump is affiliated with. We know what he believes in and how he sees black people. And she did, you know, many of them were like, you know what? Like, if you don't like black people, then you truly don't really like and understand me as a black person. However, I also do, I I do agree, like, you know, as a black person, why I adopt a, you know, as a white person, why I adopt a black person. But I also do agree that, or I also do think that, you know, foster care, a lot of kids who are homeless, you know, motherless kids, it's like, sometimes it's like, if it's going to be a good home, like Sandra Bullock's home, mm. hey, let the child have the home, whether it's a white parent. Now, of course, hoping that it's a good home, hoping right. that it's a parent that is willing to work through it and learn and understand that we're different. You know, understand that your experiences are going to be different, whether you're, you know, despite the fact that I'm a rich white woman, your experience is still going to be different. You're still going to be stopped by a, a, a police officer and probably, you know, killed or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, so I think it's great that she is providing like a white parents providing a good home for a black child. What do you think about a black person adopting a white child? Cause there have been some on social media that I've seen. I know somebody like that same, that we went to school with. Is it the same thing? Do you think it's the same thing that black people would not understand a white child? Is that, I, I mean, yeah, to a degree, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because this is going to sound horrible. Okay. There's certain access that that child White ah. kids are inherently, you know, granted that you don't even know how to guide your child to because but the fact that they live in a black home, yeah. have a black parent, and your you know resources are different, yeah. you wouldn't even know to put your child in that space. Yeah. It's like access denied. You damn near took away from this white child. To be ah. quite honest, but you know they also give this white child a home. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think it's just one of those. That's a valid point, G. A valid yeah. point. But when we think about the foster care system, G, and we think about kids who are homeless, have no parents, you know, their parents are just not good parents, it's just like, let's just, you know, at least they got a home, G. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's exactly. Tough. 
I'm not gonna lie. When I was younger, I used to want to adopt a white kid. Why? So they could be Nigerian. So I could raise my Nigerian, you know, culture, community, and was like the same reason why white people probably adopt white kids. You was trying kids. to colonize the race? Uh, you know, like, listen, I'm because for me, I'm like, Angelina Jolie, she's doing that. I cannot. Let me raise a white kids and, you know, have them to be Nigerian and speak the language. Listen, that's one less racist, one less white racist person in the world. G. Oh, that was your logic. Listen, I'm helping people out. I'm one, helping the world out. One less racist. That's going to help somebody. Hopefully. But can't be me. I don't even... Mm. <laughs> I'm be looking at my child like... You white? You white. <laughs> Do we relate? What's going on? No. What? I'm be like, ooh. That's why... I mean, it'd be funny if I end up with a white man. But me, I'm like... Nah. <laughs> I'm not into white people. They cool. They cool for real. It's people... Mm-hmm. Some white culture I miss. Okay. I was thinking about that the other day on the side tangent. What? I miss white culture a little bit. What part of white culture? Like, Let's be clear. Like white pop culture, right? Because there was like a point where, you know, like how social media and all this shit, we get to be like all black everything. Mm-hmm. But growing up, we was forced to see white shit. Like we was forced Definitely. to watch white shows, yeah. listen to white music. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, every so often I'd be like, What's going on in the pop charts? Gee, who's, who's the people? Because sometimes when a certain like artist pop pop up, like what's her name? Avril Lavigne. Uh, like Avril Lavigne. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I used to listen to her hard. Gee, gee yes. I used to listen to her hard. Gee, I listened to like like Ashley Simpson. Boy, I listened to Ali and A- like I really yeah, listened. Yeah, Ali and the two sisters. Ali and AJ. Like I'm like, hold on, what are they doing with their lives now? Like Where it was really at? Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, <laughs> Britney bitch. Like no. serious. Like I was in that beef. Like ooh, Christina or Britney. Yes. Who? Like what? But I'm like now. Like no. all those newspapers, those um, magazines that they yes. have for them. Like I remember Mandy Moore as a musician. <gasps> she was a singer. Like I remember that. So I'm like, damn. What white people be doing now? What are they doing? They, they're still doing the little whatever they do. Because I can't tell you a Billie Eilish song. Well, no, I'm lying. It was Billie that Eilish? one song. What? I still don't know. Which was I knew one song, Bad Guy. Girl. It was a bad guy. And they be whistling like. That's You know who I miss? I miss Maroon 5. Hey, come on, let's talk Maroon about it. Maroon 5. Like, uh, what's the thing? Uh, Paramore, mm-hmm. Maroon Five, this other group Nickelback. Too. I used to stay like, with what's them. Called? Hot Chili Peppers, Red Hot Chili Peppers, yes, My please. Chemical Romance. Like no, I used to. When Ooh, you had to wake up yes. to get ready for school, if you want, those be the songs. Come on, those be the songs. That's what I'm like, damn, white people so steady trying to you be black. What y'all doing? Listen, next week, one of our the songs that we play, starter songs, it should be a white song too. Throwback or the new stuff. Throw back. Okay, because I'm like... we don't know the new stuff, girl. I said, Olivia Rodrigo? Does she count? <laughs> Who the hell is that? See? You, see? Oh, was she from that group? With, no. Uh, girl, I don't know. See, you saw <laughs> Fifth Harmony? Yeah, I'm mean, like, one of the Fifth Harmony Okay, yeah. She know. brand new. I have no idea. I have no idea. But, yes. Okay, so, do you want to take this CXC question? Yeah, sure. So... Today, our CXC question comes from a post that we saw online. The post says, 
a man will show you exactly his intentions with 30 days, no more than 90. You ain't had a flower, date, or any romantic gesture. He's just not that into you. Stop wasting your time. She said 90 days? Between 30 to 90 days. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? Well, hmm. I'll say this. I always say that it don't take forever to know if somebody likes you. Yeah. So I do believe that within a month, you know if somebody likes you. Right? Now, again, what does you as a woman, what do you determine those things? Though? That's, you know what I mean? Like, all women have their non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm a communication girl. Like, mm-hmm. you got to, if you're not hitting me up, if you're not calling me every day, if you're not doing all those type of things... I can't. That's how you know what his intentions are? We can't relate because that's what I need. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I can do like, like, I'm not, I don't have to be like taken out to different, like different excursions, different restaurants, different distance that. Mm-hmm. But if you make the time to spend with me mm-hmm. and we have our own little date like that, mm-hmm. I'll consider that. Okay. Some girls can't fool like that at all. Mm-hmm. Some girls is like, what? Like they could be together every day, but if you in the house, it don't count. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some women need that. No, I need to know you spent money on me and we went. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think it, cha- it it differs for every woman. Yeah. It really does differ. But I think in 30 days, you know if that man is willing to rise up or, ride or go away. I think it's definitely one of those, like, iffy questions because I do think off the bat, you should know that he likes you or not because it's him like you that would create that approach right with him chasing you you know what i'm saying right. that person don't think it should take 30 days for him to know if he likes you but then again this guy's be crazy who fucking knows men be crazy you know and what honestly what's the points that we start counting from it could be from when he approached you because no that's a real question because i think that's also part of it like I, when I, do I, we count i count from when he i count from when he approached you now Me i said it's when it's, it's a if we think because some guys do come on strong, like immediately they approach you. I've had a guy, like one of my exes, it was like immediately I'm taking you out. You know what I'm saying? We're going on nice dinners. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, okay, shoot. But does he mean his intentions are good? Exactly. Not really. Exactly. That may just be his game. He he got some money. He willing to spend. It's like that's his game of luring a girl in. It doesn't mean his intentions are past fucking you. And some men just enjoy female company when they go out to eat and yeah. shit like that. Like, some men want to go places, but it don't feel right for them to go places with men. Right, 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 right. And some men do like to take their time. You know, some right. men like to be like, you know what, I want to get to know you first. You know what I mean? Let's slowly build this, and then we could do the whole, you know, spending money thing, whatever. So you have a good point. It does depend on the woman. But at the same time, I do think that, in 90 days, which is three months, something should be clear. You know what I mean? So this brings me to another post that I saw, though. Because mm-hmm. I think it, it strikes the same interesting question. Mm-hmm. The post said, do you love him enough to wait until he becomes who he's supposed to be? And you asked me that question, I answered it. I said, <laughs> yes. Absolutely yes. But also... I love myself enough to know that I'm not going to wait around and waste time and waste my time. You know what I mean? You know, just get a little personal. I want to be married. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, I'm going to wait for him to like, okay. Not that was you getting personal. I mean, mean, listen, getting personal is like getting too personal, you know. 
But I'm just saying, like, yes, I'm going to wait for him, you know, to be, you know, you know, men have this idea of what they want to be. You know what I mean? You know, men and women are different. We know, as women, we know how to multitask. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a baby and I'm still, my folks still running business, still trying to, you know, you know, chase one's dreams and works, whatever. But, you know, guys, it's different. It's like, I have a baby. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. My life is over. <laughs> like, calm. It'd be everything. You it don't have to be a baby. It'd be like, I work. Exactly. I, I don't know how. They, they really do not know how to balance things the way we women know yeah. how to do it. So it's like, you know, they do have a certain vision like, oh, I want to be a millionaire by the age of 35. I need to have this amount or, you know, reach this goal, whatever, whatever. And like, if I haven't reached it, then I'm not shit. You know what right. I mean? So it's like, am I willing to wait for, you know, just to answer the question generally? Yeah. You know what I mean? I would give you the time and not, you know, like whatever. But that's because I'm also working on myself. However... Time don't wait for nobody, baby. You know what I mean? And then I feel like as a woman, and a men's time and women's time is completely different. Oh, you know, yeah. I was having girls, girls oh, talk yeah. the other day, and I was saying, there's this Nigerian proverb that says, you know, a woman's time, the a woman's day ends quicker than a man's day. Oh, yeah, for because sure. Because whether it's our biological take, you know, time, whether it's our physical appearance, whatever it is, it's just like, you know, a six-year-old man because you have a baby. A fifty-year-old okay. woman cannot cannot have a baby. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just just to give that example. So I'm not gonna wait forever. Like I'm going to still have what I want. You know. So yes, I'm. You know, we'll give you some time. But hell no. But my point was to say that ninety days. In ninety days, you should know some type of intention. I feel like in ninety days, you should not still be. I mean, there's always a level of some type of confusion in different phases right. of relationship. You know, whether if even if you're in a deep serious relationship, you can still be confused. Like, does he want to marry me? Because I don't know. Exactly. You know what I mean, does he want to take this a further step? You know, even if you're married, like, does he want to have kids? Because I'm not really sure if he's ready for that. Exactly. So there's always some state of confusion in different levels of relationship. But like the basic general stuff, I feel like in ninety days certain things should be clear like okay are we working towards a relationship you know what i mean are we dating each other to be in a relationship are we just dating just for a casual physical purpose of like keeping each other company facts does that make sense because men like yeah men men will be with you and not know what they want from you exactly and what i've learned is that sometimes they draw us into their own confusion because we don't be confused like as a woman a lot of times you know what you're looking for you know like you know what i'm at a point like i I do want to you know you could be like i'm at a point that i I do want to seriously date on a point that i'm you know i'm I'm ready to marry i'm I'm ready to like solidify things and stuff but like he's not ready or he he don't he doesn't even know so then now i'm confused you know what i'm saying right and we wrap our stuff around that and it just throws us off throws us off our game you know yeah and you know relationship tends to affect us a lot as women emotionally mentally hell yeah because then if it, it, it starts because i went through this it starts to make you question yourself like am i not cute enough like why what's what's the hold what's up the, like, what's, what's the, the hold up on me what is it you don't see g and it's like yeah i've learned i've learned to separate myself from those thoughts like what? to separate like how you feel about yourself my worth from his actions okay you know because men will really like have in their mind that they're gonna marry you mm-hmm. and not move on that at all absolutely like men will be like in their mind they know yeah that's the one i'm gonna marry her she perfect woo, woo, woo. Girl. and we'll still be like but we can't start dating right now because i'm still trying to figure my life out listen the ex that my like my last ex, last ex he's one that really broke my heart 
my heart. And we talk about marriage. Oh, we gonna, you know, we're both Nigerians. We're gonna do it this way. Our family is this, this, this. We playing music. Motherfuckers gonna play in the wedding gym. Damn, that shit, that shit hurt me, boy. Damn. You know, just doing, you know, meet, just meet the family. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I got a baby by a whole, whole different person. A whole different different person. It's like, you know, we broke up because he just was useless. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's like, y'all could have really have those serious marriage talks, but deep down, they don't be knowing. And, it just, and, it, and also the opposite has happened for me, too, where it's like, we weren't supposed to be nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you cool, I'm cool. We just, mm-hmm. everything for fun. And then those be the people that's like, Oh wow, mm-hmm. we're in a serious committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Who knew? So mm-hmm. you, I, look, you can't put nothing with men. I tell my girlfriends all the time, like, y'all, let's all stop. One day, I wish women we would stop lying to each other. I wish that we would just be honest and say, all these men do a lot of different things that we wouldn't, we wouldn't choose to be done in a relationship, but we be accepting and tolerating different stuff, and. You know, our level of tolerance is different. Everybody level is different, and it's just kind of like it. You don't know if, until it works until you just see it work. Yeah, cause yeah, that's just it. Like you never know what's the oh girl, yeah, you, it was like that at first, but yeah, yeah, you never know. Last time I want to add, you know, a friend of ours posted on social media that social media can help and break your relationship. You know what I'm saying? You know, we all talk about, you know, your boo posting you or not. Oh, yeah. Like, when your boo doesn't post you, it's like you feel some type of way. Like, damn, he's not claiming me. And, you know, one of our cross-cultural conversations that we had, you know, follow our social media page, okay, on Instagram, we posted a TikTok video of asking, when do you know you're the side chick? Right. Right? And I had a girl comment saying that when he doesn't post you on social media, but he's Mm. active on social media. You know what I mean? Oh, right. If he's active, that's different. You know. So I do want to ask you this, like, in what sense does social media break or help a relationship? And does your partner, you know, to show that your relationship is solid, do you need to be, you know, does it have to be shown on social media? Quite frankly, I don't think there's any way that social media can improve a relationship. Okay. I don't think there's, like, any part where it's like, oh, this can help my relationship Mm -hmm. because of social media. Mm -hmm. Maybe at bare minimum. Maybe it's like a point of communication. Like if we're not texting all day, but we send in okay. memes and stories, maybe. But social media, posting in the sense of posting, this is my love, this is my partner. This is my so that's what I'm saying. Girlfriend. Like that stuff, it don't add or take away to me. Okay. Um, I guess the only re- the only time it matters is if that person posts everything under the sun but you. Because mm-hmm. like that's really when it matters, when it's like, you know, because social media, we can't forget that it's not the social media of yesterday. It's not, like, our personal journal books of, mm-hmm. you know, 2009. Mm-hmm. It's people's business pages. Yeah. I know a friend that, like, she posts all her personal shit and close friends, and everything that you see mm-hmm. is just business. Right, 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 right. So, you know what I mean? Like, who's to say that the man ain't thinking about it like that? Like, this just for business. Like, this don't... Yeah. This isn't my personal... Like, I don't want to expose my personal life. Yeah, this yeah. isn't how I declare anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do think that, yes, it does feel good if your partner posts you. Like, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm posted. But I'm also one of those girls that I don't care. I had, you know, one other guy that I did date. We broke up. And he, I don't know if you remember this. He decided to post me on social, on, on Twitter. Ooh, I don't remember that. And he was like, this is all I need. It was a picture of me and him. And to me, I was not impressed. 
I was not, you know, it, it did not move me. Like, we broke up, and you think you post me on social media. I'm not one of those girls that you post me on social media. I'm like, oh, my God, he posted he me. He thought like, you was going to be what? like, wow, this is serious. No, I, I didn't fall for it because I'm like, first of all, we over. Second of all, I don't like my business to be out there. Like, I am definitely one of those people that will post my personal stuff and like my close friends, you know, but my regular page is just me, whatever, you know, other mm. things that I want people to see. Because sometimes you, know, you just don't want people in your business. Period. People have different reasons. I mean, but social media can also be that tool to help you find out, like, oh, hold up. Did he just post her or did she just post him? And that's somebody else's girlfriend okay. or boyfriend? Like, is that inv- it's, it is an investigational tool at the same time. <laughs> it is, because that's how you know, like, I mean, cause I, I've definitely caught a couple ex boyfriends up on social media. Okay, I've like I've seen some dudes where it's like, hold up, you were trying to talk to me, but I heard you got a girlfriend though. Some of me and my followers are good friends now because they followed me because we was talking to the same dude. Listen, and we good girlfriends now. Okay, so yeah, um, that's a little tea on relationship. That's a cross cultural conversation for the day. Yes, so we forgot to do this last time, so. We ain't gonna forget today. Let's oh, sorry, real quick. Uh-huh. I want to talk about TV real quick. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So there's this new show called Harlem, and it's on Prime Time, right? It's called Prime Time, right? What? Amazon Prime Time. Oh, Amazon whatever. Prime. Yeah. And it's Megan Good and um, three other friends, and just of course navigating relationship, career, whatever. Mm. It's a decent show. Um, I don't mind it. It just literally just came out a few days ago, and I just started yesterday. And what I want to talk about. I What's think, the name of it? Harlem. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's this black woman. Um, she's a professor. Her friend, one of the friends, is a fashion designer. The other one is a singer that has no job. And the third one is um, a black woman in tech, but she is a lesbian. So now with this show, it shows like sex, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is my first time actually really seeing lesbian relationship sex, like in TV shows. You don't watch 20s? I don't watch 20s. Okay. I don't watch 20s. I don't watch the shy. You know, and I feel like a lot of the shows that I have watched, they've really showed more of like the gay male, male mm-hmm. homosexual sex, like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's heavier on that. And this, and you know, with this Harlem show, they did show like, you know, the titties, the woman eating themselves out. And I'm the just straps. like, oh, 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 oh. Like, I'm like, oh, you know, not, not that I didn't know this, but it's just, it's also different when you see it in person. I mean, shit, it ain't my forte. It's like, you, ex- <laughs> you know, you showing me some new stuff. I don't do that, that's how I'm just, uh-huh. yeah, I'm just like, oh, like, and then it just shows like this relationships. I guess their dynamic is also similar to straight, yes. you know, I, you know, I, when I was in high school, last I was in high school, I had like a, a friend who was gay, but I've not been around um, so many gay people in a long time. Actually, you know what I mean. So I'm not really in tune with the culture anymore. Um, so just seeing that the dynamic of the relationship is similar to a straight, it's like, if not the same, it's the same. Yes, but it's also when I, I try to like try to figure out like okay. One is always mask representing, and one is you know masculine representing. One is feminine. You know what I mean? And with this show, the the main character is a masculine representing. She talks about how she always pays for mm. everything. You know, like she's the one like I posted the one who pays for everything. So I wonder, like in lesbian relationships, how is it? You know how as women we talk about like okay, we expect the man to pay, right? And then as we the women, if we do pay, it's on some like oh it's his birthday. You know, we've been dating for a while. We're trying to do something right. special. So in lesbian relationship or in same sex relationships, is it the same thing? You know what I mean? Is it that how do you differ? How do you de- you know decide like who's gonna pay for the date? Is it who asked? Maybe mm. it is who asked. Like 
I asked you on a date, so I'm paying for the date. I mean, I feel like in lesbian relationships, and I'm no expert, but I feel like in lesbian relationships, there is always one that takes the more masculine, masculine dominant yeah. archetype, and then there's one that doesn't. Yeah. And if they just so happen to both be like... Femme or the same. Or both of the same. The same. Then I think that they move in that notion of like, oh, we're equal, so... It's an equal thing, yeah. I'm curious. But anyway, it's a, it's a decent show. You know, I've, I'm just two episodes in. And I like shows about black women in general. How's like, Megan good? She's decent. She's decent. You know, she's a, okay. She's a decent actor. You know what I mean? Um, So I'm just, I really like, you know, women-driven shows, the black women shows. Mm-hmm. So it's entertaining. It's mm-hmm. one of those, like, yeah, I'm up at 12 a.m. There's nothing to watch. Let me watch this stuff. You know, basic relationship stuff. You know what I mean? I'm caught up. Are you caught up in Grace? No, I think I'm one episode out or so. Okay. I like that she hooked up with Buddy, though. Who the fuck is this man? I don't know where he came Who? from. I've been thinking, I did don't I know miss how, an episode? I, I don't know if he's from Who last season. Who is this man? He's a doctor, is he? I, I, I think. I, I think he works in the new hospital she's at. I'm like, bro, let me go watch last Because he's from I somewhere. I feel like I pretty much watched most of all of last The only episode I skipped was when, um, what's that man I like? The man you like? On the show, the fine one. Jesse. Jesse. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What's his Jesse character Jesse Jackson? No, what's his character name? Jackson? Oh, Jackson, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you said Jesse Jackson, <laughs> I was like, not JJJ, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, Jackson. Um, yeah, Jackson. When he left, that was the only episode oh, I didn't girl. watch. So I was like, who is this man that they just brought and is now Meredith's, like, love? Love, girl, I don't know, but... It does seem like there's some history there. Like, they've known each other. Like, they met, at least before what we're seeing. Yeah. I have no idea. But um, really quick for music, did you ever, did you listen to the Bruce soundtrack? Remember, it got all that hype for being the first all-female rap album. Oh, I didn't know. So, the Bruce is a movie by, oh, with, with Halle Berry, Halle Berry mm-hmm. which is on Netflix. And she did direct it, I think, and EP it. Okay, okay. Um, I've not watched it. And then they had the soundtrack, which okay. was executive produced by Cardi B. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So. Okay. How How is this? It seemed like you've listened to it. I mean, they should have had Nikki do it. <laughs> shade. It's not shade. Lord. It's just the fact of like, it's just the fact because like, it's going to sound like I hate Cardi. I'm proud of Cardi because mm-hmm. we all know where Cardi started from. But I do think that like, sometimes they just be giving her shit because to them she's just like the token popular rapper girl. Yeah. And it's like, but Cardi don't have the skill for this. Because to me, the the rap album that she quote unquote EP, the shit didn't, it didn't have no cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. It felt like she just grabbed a bunch of bitches that she liked to put them on and make a song. There were yeah. some good songs on there, yeah. but I just feel like it's not giving soundtrack. Like, so who are the type of people that are on the songs? Uh, I mean, there was City Girls was on the album. Cardi had one. Saweetie, I think, had a song. Younger May. Um, her was on there, which I feel like, well, that automatically defeats the rapper thing, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Her was on there. And there's some other people that's, like, not as popular. I think Mulatto was on there. Okay. Big Lotto. Yeah, she's on there. She on there. So, and none of those songs were like, pow, pow. Mm-hmm. The only song that was decent, really, Cardi's song, which is the intro I played. Mm-hmm. And I like Young and May's song, and that's about it. Okay. The rest of them songs, I'll give it a five out of ten. Yeah, because I was wondering, like, on social media, I'm like, 
what is going on? What's all this hype about? I need to watch the movie. I mean, I saw good reviews about the movie. I heard it's a decent movie. And, you know, the the, the boy that played the son in the movie that he did really, really well. Very, a very young actor. I think he's like 10 or 11 years old. So I'll definitely check it out when I'm in the mood to. To watch that type of movie? Yeah, you know, I feel like I have to, just have to be in the mood for mm-hmm. certain movies. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I finally watched The Harder They Fall. That's a great movie. I damn near might watch that movie again. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. But yeah, so let's go to our next segment, which we missed last week. Yes, let's start with the oldie but goodie, Olodo of the Week. An Olodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, woo! Goofass. Yo, this week... Our logo of the week goes to a network, a streaming service, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to throw ABC in that mix. Okay. So as you all know, um, a little less than a month ago, um, unfortunately, there was a tragic incident that happened at the Astro World concert, um, you know, created by Travis Scott, where about nine people lost their lives to suffocation and crowd surging. Mm Mm-hmm. Hulu decided that they were going to make a quote-unquote documentary and call it Travis Scott, The Concert from Hell. Yeah. Now, obviously, people did not enjoy that because there's so much going around on this concert. First of all, a lot of the people aren't even buried yet. Like, we just heard that boy died, not that 10-year-old boy died not too long ago. Maybe like a week or two ago. Yeah. It's just it's so fresh and so new. I think they completely jumped the gun. And I also feel that Travis did not does not deserve that level of scrutiny for his concert to be called The Concert from Hell. Like, they're just really placing all the blame on Travis, which is quite sad. Which like, is, he's the face of... Yeah. Like, As if the venue has no blame. As if the police officer has no blame. I feel like everyone who was involved in the production... Yes. You know what I mean? They're the city of Houston. Absolutely. Like... Absolutely. So many different people. And that shouldn't just be on Travis. And I just think that for them to market that like that, for them to put that out... And it was like a big thing. Like, you get on Hulu, it was the first thing. It, it, it's the it first was thing like, you see with that you know demonic face. Yeah. And then they did take it down now, you know. But it's just kind of like, that was real goofball behavior. Y'all was too thirsty to try to get on a story to do something. And it just didn't make no sense. And for that, you get a little of the week. Absolutely. You know, Hulu, they're pretty wild. You know, they even have another... You know, the Alec Baldwin situation yeah. with, with him shooting the young lady on set. Accidentally shooting. It's, it's already on there. And I'm like, this shit happened like three weeks ago? You know what I mean? Like, like y'all thirsty. Like, wow. Like, thirsty I get it. Point. Y'all want, you know, and that's what we talk about today's media. You know what I mean? Today's journalism is quite brutal. It's, it's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's targeted to like, it's targeted to like shoot and like and hurt. You know what I mean? Like, it's never yeah. just about, oh, just giving the news to the people. Yeah. You know, educating the people. It's just like it's. It's not uh, to inform; it's to shock. Exactly to to create controversy and to just create more problem. And he probably gonna get more lawsuit cases now after this. Yeah. Well, I think it's taken down now, right? They did take it down, but still, it's already out there. Exactly. Whether they took it down or not, it's already out there. You yeah. already put that image out. You've already made that narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, care for the culture? Who's like care for the culture? Well, you guys are care for the culture. Um, so we didn't report about this, but this week there was a high school shooting mm. in um, Michigan. Yes. 
And what's the name of the shooter? Uh, let me see. Um, I know the shooter was a 15-year-old. This happened in Oxford um, High School. And it was a 15-year-old boy who killed three students and eight others were injured in the five-minute attack. Um, and basically, the Care for the Culture, let me see if I can find the name of the student. It goes to... Tate Meyer is yes. the name of the student. Absolutely. So the Care for the Culture goes to Tate Meyer because while there was a school shooting at this Oxford high school, um, this 17-year-old senior mm-hmm. who is... Um, I'm sorry, it's 16-year-old senior who is the running back of the football team attempted to disarm the shooter Mm -hmm. and in the process, um, unfortunately lost his life because of it. Yeah. Um, the school is doing a petition to rename the football stadium after him. Um, and we just wanted to take time to acknowledge that, especially since, you know, I work in a school and that is like a, you know, top fear Mm -hmm. school shooter. Yeah. Um, you know, to think of all the adults, that probably were there and for a student to try to disarm him. So I know that now some schools, they do, um, what's it called? The active shooter drills. Yeah. Do you guys do that in your school? No, we haven't. Okay. We haven't done well, I guess maybe Chicago, that's not something that's really prevalent with school shootings. Does like True. your environment, like your city play a role I mean, with that? I mean, it's, it's shit. The, the shootings we experience are usually outside of school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also work at a K-8 Kindergarten okay. through eighth grade. Okay. okay. So it's that's more of a high school problem, I would say. And I'm gonna lie, I'm sorry to say this, but it's more of a white yeah. school problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like in almost all I could confidently say in like ninety nine percent of those cases, it's a white shooter. Yeah. It's a white school. Yeah. You know, predominantly white school. It's not a school in the hood where, you know what I mean, at least not in the school. Yeah. If mothers were going to shoot up, it's like, okay, meet me in the park type of shoot right. up. You know what I'm saying? Meet me outside type of shoot up, but not literally when school was going on in yeah. the cafeteria. And in fact, that this young boy, you know, he's the football player, he's the football star in, co- in high school, and everyone loves him. He had to put his life for all the other students. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, the crazy part with the 15-year-old shooter he texted his mother, and his mom said, I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad. He said, I'm not mad at you. You just have to learn how to not get caught. This so the parents, out. too, is also, they're also um, being arrested as well. So to me, it just really shows, you know how we talk about all this um, shooters, like, oh, it's bullying, it's mental health cases, whatever. But the parents also plant a seed. It shows yeah. that the home plays a big role. First of all, with the access of the gun. Yep. Come on, man. And those parents are um, being charged mm-hmm. with um, murder, accessory to murder. Mm-hmm. They tried to flee the, con- the country, but they got caught with that goofy asses. They tried to flee the country? They did. They got caught. They went on the run, but they got caught. Mm-hmm. All goofball asses. It's sad. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. We, we need to do better. We really do need to be- do better. But I think that's pretty much it. We we, we make sure we, we, we got all our segments. Now. We did. We did everything. <laughs> the last thing is Well, a quote of the day. Um, I'm trying to see, do I have a quote? Um I don't really have much of a quote. I ain't gonna lie. Do you have a, a word of the week? Um The word of the week is My Kobe, put the guns down, G. Literally, because it's just too much gun violence going on. My word of the week, I guess, would be um, reflection. Did I do that before? Yeah. Anything about the end of the year? Anything about relationships? I mean, that shit. Reflection. Reflect on all that shit. 
Look, <laughs> reflect. Reflect, motherfucker. Self-assess yourself. <laughs> In every manner. In every manner. See what you're doing right. I mean, that's that's the space I've been in. I've been, especially because in my school, too, we've been talking a lot about um, reflecting on the things that you do and what you put out there. And I've been trying to be more intentional about doing that. Okay. Saying, like, okay, what did I do? How did I move in it? What choice did I make? Absolutely. So I urge everybody else, especially as we get closer to the end of the year, to really start making some reflective choices Mm -hmm. and really think about what have you done this year and what are you taking into next year? Mm -hmm. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. Reflection. Well, y'all, thank you for listening. And this is Cross Culture. Culture.